Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Today, we're talking all about how to sell to four key decision-making personalities. Now, this one, was <laughs> I debated. I debated going back and forth between some of the research that I had done online and then kind of going back to my tried and true and looking at personality types because there are four key decision-making types that are out there. And depending on what you Google and what you find and what your background is, you may find different names for it. But by and large, I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going to go with training that I've already done and developed for my clients inside of Sales Mastery Society. And this is going to be a high level version because I won't be able to go into all the different details, but I want you to have an idea of what it's like to sell to different types of people. And we've all been in a situation where we, you know, walk into a room or we are on a call and, or interacting with somebody and we realize, oh, I think I just put my foot in my mouth because suddenly I'm on the defensive. Suddenly I am feeling uncomfortable. Suddenly I feel like the conversation has gone sideways. If you have ever had any of those thoughts kind of rush through your mind while you're trying to negotiate and trying to maintain your calm and stay reserved so that you can bring your best self forward and still close the deal, still salvage the conversation without getting like flummoxed, this is the episode that's going to help you to understand why that happened and more importantly, what you can do about it if you're ever in another type of scenario where that could arise. It's really important that we understand that we don't sell one way, right? So when I teach, I teach in frameworks and formulas. I give you systems and processes that are based off of tried and true principles. And the reason why I do that is because it stands the test of time. More importantly, it allows you to then adapt and adjust based off of what you see in real life and to be able to use some critical thinking skills to now approach it in the best way possible, right? So it's not so rigid. It's not so like formulaic in that it's a script of A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and you can't do anything outside of this. It really becomes a scenario of, Here's a framework. Here's a formula for you to follow. And yes, I give you scripting. I give you exact questions. I give you exact wording when we work together. But outside of that, then you have to apply some common sense. You have to apply what am I facing and encountering in this real life scenario out in the wild, out in my business as I'm helping people as much as I possibly can. Because remember, sales is all about a decision making process. It is 
a step up in your leadership abilities to guide your ideal clients to move through where they are right now to where you want them to be. Now, ideally, if there is a meeting of the minds and you can help them with what it is that they're struggling with, then you're going to hear yes more times than you hear no. But the most important thing out of all of this is not that you actually hear a yes. It's that you get to a decision. And oftentimes, if we are not approaching the personality correctly or in the way that is the most authentic and aligned to them, it is off-putting and it can throw the conversation sideways, which means that you're kind of left trying to recover and not feeling your most confident self. So now that we've kind of laid out the context of why it's so important for you to learn this skill, to have an understanding and to appreciate that it's not your fault because oftentimes typical sales training will not take into account that you're talking to different people. And so it will just railroad you through a process, a formula, a, a framework. And yes, the dreaded scripts, I have them too where there's no room for you. There's no room to negotiate. It's almost like a dance, right? And so what I want you to think about is that you are the guide and you are the leader in the dance, right? So typically in like ballroom dancing, the, the man will lead and the woman will follow. In this scenario, I don't care what your background is or what your gender is, you are taking the role of the man. You are the leader. You have to guide people because they don't know the dance that you're dancing. They don't know the steps. They don't know where they're going to. They maybe don't even know what the music is. And you know all these details because you are on the other side, my friend. You are the expert. And so as a result, if you don't lead them in the way that makes the most sense to make them feel the most comfortable, then they're not going to have as much success with you and neither are you. And as a result, it can be very painful, right? So if you've ever danced with somebody that you're not leading them very well and they're you know tripping over their toes and they're squishing things and they're really clunky, this is the type of conversation that I'm talking about when we don't take into account how that person actually naturally is more inclined, okay? Now, again, the vast majority of us will um, will attract folks that are more similar to us, right? So if you like to buy a certain way, and as you're going through this, I want you to just recognize for yourself, how do you like to buy? Do any of these personalities resonate with you? And if you already know your DISC profile, so D-I-S-C, then this is the basis that I'm going to use for my personalities that I'm going to be discussing with you today and how to sell to these four key decision-making personalities, right? So in the DISC personality, D-I-S-C, apologize, I'm feeling a little bit lispy because of my Invisalign aligners. So the D stands for dominance, okay? I is for influence. S is for steadiness, which side note is the vast majority of the people in, in you know, the regular population, but 32% of all the personality types fall into steadiness or S profile. And C, last but not least, is conscientiousness. So when we evaluate our DISC profile people, 
there are certain criteria or qualities that you're going to want to keep in mind in order to keep them engaged in the sales process. Now, remember, the sales process is all about making decisions, right? So if you already know that each of these personality types, and this is where we are not all one or the other. So I don't want you labeling somebody. That's not the purpose of today's episode. I never want you to walk up to somebody and go, hey, you're a D. Please don't do that. Because remember, we are all fluid in how we interact with each other and our personality types, depending on the situation at hand. And so while we have definite preferences, we are all a combination of these four different preferences, right, that make up our personality type or the behaviors that we tend to gear more towards. And so I hate putting anybody in a box. These are more just generalities that I want us to be aware of so that you can quickly identify and adapt on the fly. So when you're having conversations, you are actually meeting them where they are. And it makes a lot more sense for them to be receptive to to actually engage with you in the conversation and they can receive what you're trying to tell them so that it doesn't feel like they're going glassy eyed or is going in one ear and completely out the other, or that you're beating a dead horse. Okay. Because that is a painful process. And then you won't have any clear cut answers as to whether or not it was you or it was them, or it was your offer or what just happened. And so again, we're going to do this with a little bit of a caveat, right? That nobody fits into a linear box. None of these personalities are definitive of who you are dealing with. And please just know that these are fluid and they can change and they can change over time. They can change based off of external circumstances. And yes, you're going to get a lot of people that say, no, our personalities are fixed. They're not changing. I prefer to believe in a growth mindset where um, as we encounter different situations and circumstances in our life, our preferences can change, including what shows up in this particular personality test, which is DISC, D-I-S-C. Okay. So that being said, remember, I'm giving you some generalities. There's a lot more detail to this, which I go into inside of my Sales Mastery Society. There's a whole training about how to leverage different personality types and making sure that we understand them in order to be able to sell and negotiate and really have more meaningful dialogues and build relationships in a way that's more authentic to both of us, depending on your own personality type. So we're going to start and go D to C, okay? So for our our D, dominance, I think of this more like a direct person, okay? So they're often quick. They are uh, result-oriented. They tend to be more independent so they can make decisions on their own. They want things to be fairly fast, okay? They focus on the big picture and they like to take risks. So they get bogged down with details. They like things that are more result-oriented or that are going to help them to look Uh, better in the eyes of their peers, or that will allow them to achieve more results, right? So very achievement focused. Um, If you can focus on ease and speed, things that make it a lot more um, convenient, these are all buzzwords that would really attract the D style personality. If you're allowing them to be decisive, if you talk about being you know, ahead of the pack, if you talk about being able to reward them for some of the risks that they're taking, to be a front runner, a pioneer, a trailblazer, an early adopter, this is all language that the D profile typically tends to gravitate towards. So 
when we're thinking about the D, the D gets bogged down with details. So you do not want to talk about details. You usually don't want to talk about feelings. They're going to be the ones that are thinking and they want quick. So pacing wise, in terms of their um, conversations, you'll find that a lot of high D people often are quick with their language, meaning it's almost like a staccato with how they are punctuating their words, their phrases, their sentences. They often are quick talkers. They process things quickly and they can be very direct in their conversations. So they will get straight to the point, which not to worry, because if you take too long um, and you try to draw things out, you can really aggravate a D style personality. Again, we all have bits and pieces of each of these individual personalities, depending on what it is that we're buying and depending on the situation and the scenario. So you may right now be thinking, oh my gosh, I have had and displayed some of those characteristics and behaviors in some of my purchasing decisions before. Or you may be nodding your head and going, oh my gosh, that sounds nothing like me. Not at all, right? You're shaking your head side, side to side going, no. Not me, but maybe it's somebody that you know. Maybe it's somebody that you have had a sales conversation with and you felt like your back was against the wall because all of a sudden they started to pepper you with a lot of questions that you weren't prepared for. This is the style of a D personality. So how do you win? By being results focused, by being prepared, by matching the tone of your voice and being quick, right? Making sure that you're matching the pace the tone, the types of criteria, and really focusing on uh, speed, efficiency, effectiveness, and results. Those are all hallmarks that will make a deep personality go, what am I going to get? What is the result? How much is it? And where do I sign? Okay. So the sales process can be very quick. They often don't need to interact with other people. They are typically the ones that can make very quick short-term decisions. Uh, maybe not always the best person when you're looking for a longer-term decision-making, uh, longer-term projects. They may only be focusing on the short-term, the here and now, because they're so result-oriented. But that being said, it can be really great, especially if you're trying to get results or you're trying to make things go faster um, to ensure that you have a D-style personality on board with your sales conversations. Okay, so I, remember that I is all about influence. Our I personality is our people people. They love the people. So they like to make decisions Oftentimes, their preference is going to be um, thinking about how it impacts others. So they can also be quick. They can also be impulsive. They can also be very um, decisive. But with these ones, our I personality, remember the D is more about thinking, okay? What do you think about this? The I is more about how do you feel? How does that make you feel? What do you, uh, what do you believe this might help your company to be able to achieve. So it's more about the emotions, the feelings, rather than the thoughts, rather than the data, rather than the details, rather than the, the information. Okay. Um, again, with our eye, they don't need a ton of information either. They want to make sure that there is consensus. They want to ensure that they're going to make a popular decision because they have such a focus on people and making sure that they are relationally based that if they can involve others, um, they will, 
but it often isn't their preference, okay? So they, they don't usually have to check with other people, but they are thinking about the impact to others. So in terms of your sales process, if you have case studies, testimonials, social proof, these are all things that really will entice your I-style personality because they are relationship-based. They are positive people and they like to make sure that they have as much information as they need, but again, they don't need a ton of details, okay? Details will bog both the D and the I down a little bit. They need the most critical pieces of information so that they feel confident about how to make the decision. The I will focus more on relationship and people and feelings. They want to make sure that there is either going to be uh, an improvement in the relationships with them and others. They want it to be fun and engaging. So the more that you can tie in the fact that it's going to be um, enjoyable, right? That they're not just going to just get results, which is great, but that they're going to have fun along the way, or there's going to be something else in terms of a social or um, emotional motivator that's going to allow them to engage in the process with you. Okay. So yes, the hard and fact ROI is important for both. In, in fact, it's important for all four. But above and beyond that, the I-style personality wants recognition. They want to be connected to others. They want more visibility or cachet uh, oftentimes. And it's a little bit different than the D because the D wants achievement and status, but the I wants to be more recognized, more seen, more known by their peers and or um, people of influence, right? So it's more about their, I hate using the word fame, but almost like being famous, okay? So it's more about how they're perceived by the people that they want to help, the people that are the most important to them. And that could be friends and family as well. Okay, so our I personalities don't really like, um, don't really like it when there's no real win for how they're going to uh, be perceived differently by the people around them. So I want you to think for yourself, again, as we kind of go through each of these personality types, when have you encountered an I-style personality? Again, the I-style tends to gear more towards personal conversation. They may have wanted to spend more time on rapport building. They want to connect the dots between what you're saying and how this can impact in actual real life scenarios or situations. So remember that with our eyes, that we want to make sure that we aren't super formal. We're not super stuffy. We're not like so prescriptive that there's no spontaneity because our eyes really like to have fun. They want this to be more interactive and engaging and for them to have some input. So the more that you can ask them like how to be involved in how you're selling to them, the easier it will be to gain buy-in. Okay, so for our S style, our S, remember, is steadiness. So 32% of the population, according to an HR survey, right, uh, which oftentimes they're doing a lot of these uh, personality testing in order to assess for fit, right, inside of the different roles and careers. That being said, take it with a grain of salt. So if we look at out of all four of these, clearly based on this study, the dominant style is our S style. Okay, so steadiness. So for our S's, they tend to be so our S and C tend to be more on the reserve side, more um, risk averse, 
or more thoughtful. They just need a little more time. Okay. So the S style tends to consider what will other people think, right? They look for sounding boards. So they may need to go home and think about it. They legitimately may need to actually go and gather opinion or get input from others because they want to make a really solid decision. They tend to be more cautious and slow. They don't want to disappoint other people or let them down. So they re- this is part of the reason why they're going to take a little bit more time in order to make sure that they're making the best decision. They may need to double check some things. They tend to also enjoy data, but definitely not as much as our C style personality, which we will get to next. So their main focus is on reliability, consistency, security, safety, which also ties into Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So it's kind of interesting how all these kind of dovetail into uh, our basic human desires as well. They will consider impact on the people closest to them. So their family or their team, depending on what kinds of services that you're selling to them. And if this will disrupt what they're already doing, because a lot of the focus is on efficiency and effectiveness, routine, stability. And so if this will create a lot of change, which let's face it, most of our products and services are here to transform people. So with this particular uh, personality style, we really want to make sure that you speak language that will allow them to envision how it's going to be possible for them to make use of your products and services in this new life, right? And to make it as ease filled as possible so that they are not feeling like overwhelmed or that there is just too much to do or that there's such a disruption that it completely turns their life upside down, right? That that upheaval is going to create a lot of stress and anxiety and make them question whether or not they're making the right decision. So just understand that a lot of our very dominant S personalities need to have reassurance that they're making a good decision, that they have enough data that they can feel confident that this is the right decision for them and that they will oftentimes take input from others in order to secure that comfort for themselves. So the more that you can remove uncertainty, if you can have guarantees or some kind of proof of concept, that's going to be a lot easier, okay? So oftentimes our S personalities, again, I'm making generalities because I am dominant S, which is actually sometimes very surprising uh, to a lot of folks, that if I have an opportunity to actually be the first for a lot of uh, different types of programs, I flip-flop between, um, I'm as a buyer, I am actually more inclined to be a D-style personality, okay? I tend to attract a lot of D-style personalities, but I also have all four within my communities and within my client base. And so I want, again, I'm telling you this because we're all combinations of each of these four personalities without being so rigid that we have to fit into a box. We have preferences and tendencies. And again, you're going to notice that as you go through the sales conversation or your process, that people can, you know, not quite flip-flop, but they're going to show tendencies towards one or the other at different points and at different price points as well, depending on the nature of the offer that you're going to sell. So, That's our S-style personality, right? So the more that you can remove risk, the more that you can focus on stability, safety, security, make them feel comfortable about making the purchasing decision, the easier it is going to be for them to actually say yes. So in this 
particular personality, you don't want to pressure people to make a decision for your D, they're going to expect that you have deadlines around when you need information. And a little bit with the I personality type as well, but um, definitely with the D, okay? With the S, this will actually turn them away and you may lose the sale. So just consider that you need to give people enough time with enough information that they are going to be able to manage themselves depending on what is their natural personality type. So our last one, which is a C. Our C is our conscientious person, right? Our conscientious personality type. And so this one here, I usually see more as cautious. That's, that's the word that, so D, direct, um, instead of dominance. And this one is conscientious, but really I see them more, the word that, that makes it easier for me to remember is cautious. They are, tend to be more risk averse, right? So they tend to be more detail oriented. They like lots of supporting information because they want to go away and analyze. So quite analytical, detail detail oriented and can typically be the ones that are following the rules. So if you have a deadline, if you have different things that, you know, by this date, have to do this date, by this date, have to do this date, you can be sure that your C-style personalities, because of their conscientious nature, that they're going to be the ones that are more likely to follow suit. So facts, details, and again, remember, we're all combinations of these. So it's important that you don't ignore results and they don't ignore emotions just because you're dealing with a C-style personality type, but you definitely want to lead with more information. You want to lead with details. You want to make sure that your C-style personality that has in the conversation that you have uncovered enough information to help them make a best decision. So in this particular interaction, you're probably going to get a lot of questions and you may be thinking, oh my gosh, if I get another, like, how many more questions could come out of the woodwork? Uh, probably a lot more. I'm <laughs> just going to prepare you. Probably a lot more. Now, the good thing is questions are a sign of somebody who's interested in buying across all four personality types. But that being said, what I want you to know is that this personality, especially if that is not your natural inclination, you are going to need to lead with patience and grace, especially if you are more of a D style and you are somehow attracted more of a C style personality. Now it's going to be up to you, right? Because you get to decide, is this going to actually fit so that you can work with them afterwards? Because oftentimes how we make decisions around buying and selling is how we are going to make decisions as we make changes in our life, in our business, in our health, in our wealth, in your area of expertise. So I want you to consider as you're going through the sales process with somebody and you're identifying these dominant personality types in how they want to navigate this initial interaction with you, that it could be very indicative of how your relationship is going to continue. And if it drives you bonkers, then I would highly encourage you once you recognize that, oh my gosh, I think this is more of a C-style personality and I am not going to be comfortable with this, that you start to look at other options for that conversation. So again, remember our C-style individual is trying to assess for risk and they need enough information to feel really confident and solid that they've made as much 
of a decision as they, as they can possibly have. So clear and logical facts and details will help them to feel more comfortable and confident. So if you're doing this by way of a sales conversation, be prepared to answer questions. If you are doing this by way of a sales email or sales page, be prepared with an FAQ, right? A frequently asked questions section. This is who it's made for. It's made for our high C uh, personality types. If you have case studies, if you have examples where it's really robust and detail oriented, like it walks them step by step through things that other people have done, that is going to really speak to their heart. And any other testimonials that you have, especially those that come from well-known experts, is going to go a long way for our C-style personality types. Making sure that you know and you tell them like what happens next after you actually make the purchase, they're going to probably want to know uh, all of that information before they make the sale. Like before they sign on the dotted line, they're going to want to know, like, what happens when we start working together? Like, how does this actually work? What can I expect? This is the hallmark of our C style personality. So the C's do not like it when we pressure them, when we push them, and when we force them to make a decision quickly. You're going to need to build in a little bit of space and grace, again, with our C's to ensure that they have enough time to process all of the details, to process the information that you've just provided to them. And so be mindful of that, that you're not requiring people to just instantly, like on the spot, you need to decide because it will make them feel very, very pressurized. It will make them feel like their back is against the wall, even more so than an S style personality. And it could shoot you in the foot for a longer term relationship. So. I hope this was helpful. I tried to give you as much information as possible within a very short period of time. And I know there's so much more that I can dive into because this is really, this has been decades of training through my corporate career that I've now practiced and continue to practice in order to create mastery for myself and for my clients. I actually have a client who is a DISC certified master. So it's always so much fun to have conversations with her as she recognizes the different personality types. And then we can apply it to our sales strategy and the sales language that we're talking about. Again, there is a deeper dive training in this and so much more inside of Sales Mastery Society. If this is an area where you know that you need more help and support, I highly encourage you to come and check us out. The link will be in the show notes below for you, but you can go to salesmasterysociety.com and I will see you over in our next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.